Welcome to our industry chat. The members of Bloodhound Picks and an occasional guest give their no BS experiences with current aspects of the industry. Thank you for listening to this episode where I will be talking with Jemima West, the lead actress in the film The Unfamiliar. We talk about acting starting out in Paris, moving to the UK, the the film itself and all of its challenges, and of course, talking about what it's like acting in the modern world. Thank you for listening. It was a pleasure to be able to chat with her and hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for joining me, Jemima. Thank you so much for having me. So um, we're going to be talking about the unfamiliar and your acting, but, well, we're going to get into it first, but I'm just curious if you'd be interested in giving um, the listeners a little history of how you got started in acting and just up until now. Um, that could go on for a while, but oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I basically, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I was born in France. My parents are English. I lived in France most of my life, so this is where I started my acting um, as a teenager when I was still at school. And then, after having graduated um, from university, I thought I'd give full time acting a go to suss it out and see see what it was really like and um I got a first pretty good job and then another one and then one thing leading to the next I started um looking for more work uh in English so I started working in the UK and abroad on more international productions on TV and um for cinema and um and that's it really um I've I, I traveled a lot for work but I've most of my life been based in Paris because this is where home is for me so that's it okay no that's yeah, great and so you are the lead of the unfamiliar and um doing a couple interviews on it now I've been trying to figure out how to really talk about the movie without giving much away because there are a lot of twists and turns so that's been the real struggle but what I can say I guess is that so your character it was a was a war veteran who comes back home from tour and kind of starts finding that her family or the house that she left behind is might not be the same as when she left it. I think that's as vague as I can get with it. That's a very excellent summary of the film. I've been trying to summarize it myself, and I haven't been doing half as well as you. So, well done. Good summary. <laughs> I probably stole a lot of it from um, interviewing Llewellyn or something. <laughs> but... Oh yeah. Okay, I see. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I'd love to kind of hear the 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 casting process, how that came about, and then um, just the process of getting into that role in general, because there are, as I've um, mentioned before in the other interviews, and just in general, there's a lot of layers to this character. There's it is a very character driven mm. piece. Mm. Yeah, well, um, I first read the script and uh, about, it, it all happened quite quickly, it was a couple of years ago, I read the script and I was really curious about it, so I had a long Skype conversation with Hank, the director, and um, and his energy just blew my mind and 
really made me want to challenge myself and go up for this adventure with all these guys because Hank, who directed the film, and Llewellyn are very close friends and their whole gang of, um, their whole team that work really well together, that have been working together for a while and they're so upbeat and optimistic that I thought if I'm going to do an independent horror film in the space of four weeks, these are the guys I have to do it with. So that's how it all happened. Um, A couple of weeks later, uh, I was in London doing read-throughs and costumes and all of that and starting to prep for it but as as I've just said it all happened quite quickly so time was limited but I think the fact that we moved fast and only had four weeks to shoot made me feel like it was achievable because when I saw the result I was like oh my goodness there was a lot in there um we worked sort of chronologically so we filmed the first half of the film on the first two weeks and the second part the second um two weeks so that was helpful in the sense that i sort of knew where the continuity was for my character and um and yeah, I sort of uh, did my emotional preparation um, for the character beforehand, and once I was on set, sort of dived in and and went for it. There was no, there was not much of a choice really. Um, but it was really, really great and um, very intense, but also really good fun because, as I said, the team was just wonderful. Oh, that's great! And so the character herself is kind of always feeling like. Or feels like she has a sense of duty and there's this aspect of it that it is a kind of more I guess how people would call a modern family where I thought it played really well where she is a, a stepmother to or one of the children and but it doesn't ever feel like it goes into a cliche of the you know wicked stepmother or anything like that it's still it is a family and there is that love for each other and that that connection which i thought was it was wonderful to kind of see and see that modern take modern family with the love uh, and, uh, oh that's that's kind of you to say um yeah it was uh, the first time i read the script i misread and i was like how is it possible that i have a 17 year old daughter and yeah. i was like oh stepdaughter right okay that is modern family yeah. <laughs> Oh, definitely. But yeah. So going into that, it really felt, especially in that time crunch that you're talking about, that you're able to really bring in um, a strong. There's a strong connection between the whole cast. I think that I'd love to kind yeah. of hear about if you, that was just instantaneous or yeah, the process on that. Yeah, it was. To be honest, it was fairly straightforward. I think when when actors and directors decide to go on board a project like this one, where we know it's independent, we're going to have to shoot really quickly, and um, everyone's very motivated. I think it takes people who are patient and very committed. So in that sense, we were all sort of on the same page. So when we met, we were just really pumped to be together. And Christopher, who plays my husband, was just a dream. And the younger actors were so, so good. And so they just knew exactly how to do it and when to do it. 
and also how to have a good laugh. And I think that's what kept us all together. And yeah, it was instantaneous. The, the minute we met and did our costume fittings and, and read the script all together around a table, I sort of looked around and I knew that we were all going to get along really well. And we did. So, yeah. Okay. That's great. And so kind of changing subject a little bit, but not fully, um, of talking about, you mentioned before <laughs> having, you know, the, the first half of the movie and the second and again, without giving a lot of weight, there's kind of one portion that's set in the UK, then a portion set in Hawaii, uh-huh. and then there's also kind yeah. of, there's another world element as well. And I think the the dynamic you can even kind of see it in the acting and the story structure of that there is a shift in each world. Yeah. Um, and so kind of what was yeah. that kind of that process like going from those those like different tonal shifts and dealing with that and yeah. I think it was um the first part was probably more uh, I don't know what the right word is but maybe more in sort of like an introvert and a sort of a research an yeah. internal research for the character of trying to figure out if what's happening is her mind playing tricks on her or actual reality and I'd say the second part is more active and more like okay this is dangerous this is trouble this is not right we are all in danger so the the second part I'd say is more proactive and more full of events and action and more stunting so I think the process was I'd say more internal in the first part and more physical in the second, if that makes any sense and answers your question. Yeah, no, it um, it does. Of course, I don't want trying to figure out how to phrase stuff, but there is a lot more. Definitely in the second, you're put through a lot more in terms of um, being submerged in water a lot, or um, yeah. or um, <laughs> what is, or other like um, or other things. Yeah. <laughs> Other things as well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, the second part is definitely non-stop. And it was, it was the case when we were filming. I mean, we were going from being in a water tank for two days to then the next day going into a forest and then the day after that going to um, a studio and using lots of different other props and stunts and it was just completely, completely mad. That's so much fun. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now, um, so I kind of, I guess, kind of the, the elephant in the room that I'll always bring up in these, especially now, because I think it's a great topic, topic of conversation, is kind of the idea of acting in the modern world. And then, of course, as I just mentioned, the elephant is um, what it's been like with COVID and how that, how has that shifted? Mm. Well... I mean, from my perspective and where I'm based, um, it's been really hard. Um, uh, luckily enough, um, the French government has really helped out and reached out for artists and actors um, in the difficult times. However, everything's been put to a halt, so um, things are just beginning to start up again with great caution. Um, we don't really know what the future, the near future holds, so... It's, it's hard. It's, I mean, it's hard for any actor or anyone involved in an artistic industry at the moment because we live off of what we love to do. And not only are we not able to 
do what we love we're also struggling because it's our livelihood so so it's difficult and you have to find creativity elsewhere and be inspired by what's going on in your daily life and knowing and hoping that it will pass so it's a real game of patience and um and yeah just um it's hard and it's it, I think we were lucky during lockdown that we have access to all forms of media on digital platforms and that we can do our regular film watching and series watching at home. But what I find absolutely heartbreaking is that the cinemas we, that I personally love to spend entire days in are in great danger because they're just not getting anyone to see the films and people are not only worried to go to the cinema but also you know it's it's tricky um films aren't being released they're being delayed or they're going straight to vod um and that's a wonderful thing but it's also a shame that you know we can't get out and do what we like to do and use the use the cinema for what it's there for and it's kind of like being deprived of a great treat so it's almost like a sort of punishment yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it's hard. I mean, the, the the elephant in the room is that it's these are hard times and it sucks. It really sucks for for everyone. Um, but um, I feel like I'm relatively lucky because I have a roof over my head and I have people around me who support me and other people who work in the business um, in different fields because it's touched absolutely everyone. Um, some have struggled more than others, and yeah, it's tricky yeah um no it definitely is and yeah it's again always an interesting i mean it's kind of one of those things that unfortunately weirdly enough has to be brought up now or you know it's hard to not talk about it <laughs> mm. um no we and we have to yeah. we have to put our finger on it and say this is these are troubled times and really worrying times it's important Yes. I guess um, moving forward with, with that and kind of piggybacking off of it, of um, the, 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 process, the promotional process and dealing with, and after you finished The Unfamiliar and kind of going to online, I heard there was, you know, there's, not I heard there's been a pretty great reception, at least I know in the States, and there's been a lot of publicity around it and everything like that. And how has that kind of shifted in any sort of way that you've noticed as an actor or um, things that you would have done prior, you may be doing slightly different? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm basically doing the same at home, yeah. <laughs> talking to people from my living room, which is <laughs> random. Yeah, um, yeah and, and it also, I'm really not good and... Um, I'm not very tech savvy, so I don't really know much about social media and all of that, but I know that the team of The Unfamiliar works a lot via social media and, you know, trending and buzzing, and, and they have done such amazing things that sometimes they send me links and I'm like, what is this? This is insane. They are so clever. Um, and they've really managed to reel around all this situation and and do something via the platforms and the social media that I, I've never seen before. I mean, I think it's really, really clever of them to have done it. Yeah, great. And yeah, it's been great, um, as I said prior, seeing all of this and what they've been able to accomplish. And it kind of shows a lot of innovation, which I think is necessary, you know, especially moving forward. Uh, yeah, yeah, 
absolutely. You have to work around things. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so kind of going back a little bit and talking about your role. So I explained it the best I could, I guess. But she is a war veteran. And um, a lot of it does, as we've talked about, the beginning deals with that aspect of, well, is this is what she's seeing true or is it part of her um, PTSD? Because there's some history behind what happened to her when she was um, on tour. Uh-huh. And so was there any uh-huh. sort of preparation in that way that I mean, you took in terms of because there is it, as I mentioned prior, it is very heavy, I guess, in those instances for the uh-huh. character. Yeah, I, um, I, I did as much research as I could and reading and um, reading, you know, testimonies of people who've suffered from heavy trauma or PTSD. And then I just tried to make it my own and interpret it in the way I read through it. And that the way I tried to portray it through the character with Izzy is that it's that constant sort of checking, checking, looking around, thinking, not daring to say things, but just always sort of walking on eggs and having to reintegrate the family environment, not feeling at ease because why she's not in the right place or are they not greeting her in the right way? And it was sort of that sort of investigative side of it that I explored, I think, via the the trauma experience of um, is she... Is she actually living this, or is this just a figment of her imagination, sort of thing? Yeah, and it it shows through really well. And yeah, as, as I mentioned prior, is I is incredibly strong. I love love the portrayal. Um, oh, thanks. No problem at all. Um, no, but I guess kind of as we're wrapping up a little bit, I want you to be able to enjoy the rest of your day. So I know you said you're not really too social media savvy, but how can people find you? What work can they potentially see you in in the future um nothing i can talk about just yet because as i said the situation is so uncertain that there are things pending but i don't know when and how it's all going to actually happen but there's stuff brewing um i do have instagram because i used to have fake accounts so i do have an official account with about 10 followers (laughs) it's just jemima west that's the only way you can find me um and then um yeah that's 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 all i can say really i'm sorry i can't offer much more (laughs) (laughs) no that's perfectly fine But yeah, no, it's been a real pleasure talking about it and kind of getting um, your experiences and the experiences about the movie. I think, as I mentioned multiple times, it's character driven. It's great. And it does the thing that I think a lot of horror movies in that type of style sometimes forget. And that is to focus on the characters and focus on us empathizing with them because then it makes us care more instead of just worrying about, you know, the jump scare or the spectacle. And I think, yeah, all around you all did an amazing job. Well, thanks so much. It really means the world to me and I'm sure to all of the rest of the team. Um, And yeah, it was a great pleasure talking to you, Craig. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, it was a real pleasure as well. Thank you. (laughs) You have a great day. Take care. Bloodhound Picks Podcast is part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Produced by Josh Lee, Craig Drum, and Kyle Hintz.
Music by Raymond Seed. Editing by Kyle Hintz.